This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. You know, sometimes when I'm working, I don't have a lot of time to eat or even sit down. But sometimes you just got to have something in your stomach. Otherwise, you're just going to have a rough afternoon. That's why I keep a raw Rev nutrition bar in my backpack at all times. That way, if I just need something quick to put in my stomach, I just grab it in my bag. I eat it. It's good for you. It has high-quality plant-based proteins, no soy or whey proteins. Uh, They're nutrition and diet-conscious ingredients healthy proteins, fats, and fiber, nothing artificial. And they've got a lot of these great flavors uh, like creamy peanut butter and sea salt, peanut butter, dark chocolate, and sea salt, double chocolate, brownie batter, and birthday cake, and tons of other flavors. Go check them out, www.rawrev.com. Use Hey Bartender at checkout to get 5% off your entire order. Go to www.rawrev.com and don't forget to use promo code HEYBARTENDER. Now, Laura Hope in the Arctones, would you please help me get this started? Hey, bartender, pass me a drink. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast, people. I'm your bartender for the evening. That's right, you can call me Anthony. You can call me... No, stick with Anthony. I'm, uh, I'll answer faster to that. How's everybody doing this evening or morning or whenever you decide to listen to this podcast? See, when I do these podcasts, I really don't have that much of a concept of time, I don't think. You could be listening to this show on your way to work. You could be listening to this show after you get off work. I don't really know when you guys listen to it. I'm just happy that you listen to it. You know, Hey Bartender Podcast is uh, my goal for this year was to get, uh, is still, to get 12,000 downloads this year before December 31st. And I just passed 10,000 for this year. I'm just truly excited. And, you know, this is so awesome. And there's more things to come. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But on today's episode of Hey Bartender Podcast, I got a question for some of you out there. Um, some of you that uh, hopefully still listen to this podcast, even though you've decided to move on from the restaurant industry or just haven't gone back to the restaurant industry just yet. Uh, you know, I've heard all the stories. I've heard, uh, you know, the newscasts and, you know, uh, talk to various business owners and stuff like that. They're having a little bit of trouble getting employees just because some people decided to move on from doing that or they were just tired of doing it. You know, there's thousands upon thousands of reasons that you can go off on about, you know, why some people didn't return to work. And you know what? I'm not going to help any of those reasons. I'm going to uh, just flat out blurt out some of those, these reasons on this particular podcast just because some people need uh, a little knock on the head. Just uh, and it's you know what I'm not going to side with the managers. I'm not going to side with anybody. 
This is your bartender speaking. I'm already behind the bar, and unfortunately, I'm the only one with the microphone at this point in time. First of all, why aren't you working? Or why aren't people working? You know, hopefully the people that listen to this podcast have a job. They're doing well for themselves. They're taking care of themselves, their families, uh, and, you know, keeping a roof over their head, all that stuff. But some people had just chosen not go to go back to work. Why? Because uh, when the restaurants started reopening, uh, you know, there were COVID restrictions. Uh, a lot of these people weren't making shit for money, and they all of a sudden realized, hey, I can make more money on unemployment than I could ever do on this bullshit shift where I have to run food out to people or uh, I can only allow 10 people into my bar at a time. And, you know, it, it's just you, you make very little money and, you know, very little tips and the, because that's where most of our money as, as servers and bartenders, waitresses, that's where most of our money comes from is the tips. We can't uh, live off the hourly wage. It's just not going to happen. I do remember hearing some people trying to come back to work because of the loyalty they have to their manager, the loyalty they have to their restaurant owners, or just their friends work there and they just wanted to be able to uh, say, uh, I'm out and talk to people instead of watching uh, streaming services 24-7 and... It, uh, it's they just wanted to do be able to do something, and you know kudos to them. But the, uh, some of the people out there took advantage of this time. Sure, I uh, saw a whole bunch of social media. You know, at first uh, they sit there and complain that their boss laid them off temporarily until the whole COVID thing was gone. But then all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, they're going on uh, vacations. Uh, or well, a lot of the major theme parks and stuff like that were shut down, but they're going uh, camping, hiking, or going to the beach, and uh, you know they're they're uh, taking that unemployment money that they're receiving and pretty much living uh, living it up because now they don't have a schedule, they don't have uh, something that they have to meet. In order to make that money, they just have to be at their computer at the right time, at the right day, to type in whether or not they look for a job, they tried to look for a job, and all that stuff. And, uh, and you know, they just took advantage of that sort of thing. Am I saying that's a bad thing? No. Because a lot of restaurant workers, service industry workers, have not had a decent vacation in probably years. And this is just one of those opportunities where I've got the uh, chance to sit back, breathe, uh, you know, stress levels at an all-time low. I'm going to take advantage of this. But the problem is they don't come back. Now, the reasons why some of these servers and uh, uh, bartenders, hostesses, uh, cooks, uh you know, some, some of these people just don't come back to their job, uh, could be astronomical. I'll just try to go over a couple that are blindingly obvious. First thing I noticed that people started doing as soon as they started receiving unemployment is they started a hobby that all of a sudden they realized they could make a little bit of money doing it. And, 
you know, whether they're selling it on Etsy or becoming a social media influencer uh, by, you know, doing this hobby while recording themselves doing it, they realize, I, hey, I can try to make a little bit of money uh, while doing this, and I don't get yelled at, I don't get uh, berated, I don't, you know, and, you know, it, and it's something that I truly care about. This is something that's deep inside of me that I really like to do, and what's that saying everybody always says? If you like what you do, you never work a day in your life. And of course, during uh, the pandemic, the most popular thing for people to want to do that seemed the easiest because you can do it all from the comfort of your own cell phone is become a social media influencer of some kind. Uh, You get on TikTok, you talk about the government, you talk about movies, you talk about TV. Yeah, and so does everybody else. And everybody, you got to remember, everybody's got an opinion. And that can be more stressful because instead, Instead of dealing with one person in the restaurant that asked uh, for um, medium and they got medium well, uh, you know, that can be more stressful because you got the entire world looking at what you just posted on social media. It's stressful. Every time I post something on, uh, on TikTok, I stress out about it, wondering if people are going to knock me down or whatever. But uh, so far, everybody's been pretty nice to me. Plus, people use uh, like TikTok or Instagram to post their favorite hobbies that they do. I've seen some amazing paintings, woodwork, uh, and you know, bunch of stuff that people all just all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere. Musicians on like Bandcamp.com just all of a sudden the, all these groovy songs are getting released. And, but you guys are really tough to get a hold of uh, when I want to use you for the podcast. So you know. Look at your email every once in a while, please. But you have to keep in mind, people, sure, uh, being a social media influencer would be a really, really groovy job. Uh, You know, all you have to do is just follow your passion. Talk about what you love to do. Hit the tell podcasts. They started jumping out of uh, every direction. And, you know, I've been doing this for three years, and I love doing it. But I still have to have a job because at this point in time, I'm not making any money. I only dipped in a little bit of having sponsorships, but not enough to support myself and pay for a roof over my head and stuff like that. But some of you people are so talented and lucky that you're able to uh, get thousands upon thousands, sometimes millions of followers. And all you have to do is just demonstrate how to do how to tie knots or how to do a riff on a guitar or uh, try on clothes. I mean, geez, that's, that's awesome for you guys. Wished I, it was that easy for me sometimes, but you know, me on TikTok, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to uh, do a clothing haul today. Well, here's a Metallica t-shirt. Here's a Harley Davidson t-shirt. Oh, look, another Metallica t-shirt and another Harley Davidson t-shirt all wearing jeans. Oh, hey, look, I got a new baseball cap. Just a piece of advice for you social media influencers though out there, though, is, uh, like, you got to pay attention to the times. You got to be able to evolve with what's going on because you look at, uh, the easiest thing uh, to look at is musicians. Now, let's, we don't even have to go back that far. Let's say uh, Madonna. Yeah. you look at her from her career from the first day when Like a Virgin came out 
to her most recent single. She, if you could see the evolution of what she looks like and what her music sounds like next to every album, she has reinvented herself, evolved, and uh, just because she has to change with the times and stay relevant, otherwise she gets run over by the next Miley Cyrus or Britney Spears. And uh, then all of a sudden, all of her albums end up in the bargain bin. So that's why Madonna is able to stay relevant. So uh, if you're going to not work and concentrate on being a social media influencer, you kind of have to remember that you can't stick to one shtick uh, over all of time. Uh, I mean, even Robin Williams, may he rest in peace. uh, He went from doing mind-blowing uh, stand-up comedy to making a TV show to making serious movies. I mean, uh, where he's not, uh, you know, full-on high-powered comedy. Uh, I mean, World According to Garp, Dead Poets Society, who can forget those movies? Uh, but, you know, he still went back and forth between comedy and drama, but he was able to stay relevant by, you know, because after a while, I'm sure people would have eventually gotten sick of him being around, kind of like the way I'm sick of Sasha Baron Cohen. So leave things open for you guys. I mean, Hey Bartender Podcast has evolved. I mean, I went, it went from just me telling stories like I am now to uh, me bringing other people on and having them talk about their stories. It's, and it's a blast. I love doing this. This is fun. I'm actually surprised as you are that I've been able to keep this up for three years. It's just some one of some of those things, you know, I think basically is what I'm trying to say uh, is stop using uh, the same things that everybody else uses on TikTok. What's that one? I bet you I can pick up my phone right now and within a few seconds I can find a TikTok with that sound clip that I hate. Okay, let's see. That's uh, a clip from Fletch. Uh, walking in on a pet. Somebody showing his, uh, clothes for fishing. Something happened at a wrestling match. Somebody talking about Dave Matthews. Oh, another challenge. This song. I'm getting really sick of that one. Everybody uses it. And I think the only reason why I'm getting sick of it is there's a lot of people out there that use it completely out of context. It, there is no oh no moment. It's just two people walking down the street and take a little step to the left and then keep walking. It, it was like, what was I waiting for? Come on. Well, that's enough to talk about social media. I'm not knocking social media at all. I use social media. That's how I get the word out about this podcast. And it's a very useful tool. Uh, and, I'm, I, you know, I think part of me is just jealous that a lot of people are able to use so, uh, social media to make something out of themselves. Like, you know, uh, that what's that one TikTok personality? Call me Chris. Uh, her videos with uh, her and her acting like a little kid, uh, those are hilarious. And if you don't follow Call Me Chris, then you probably don't use TikTok. Does that mean I'm never going to use TikTok to try to do something uh, on my own? Hell no. Follow uh, follow Hey Bartender Podcast on TikTok uh, come October. I think I got something really cool planned for the month of October. So 
you know, follow at Hey Bartender Podcast on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. But some of you people who haven't gone back to your job or even some of you people that did go back to your job, uh, some of you, I just want to alert you to some of the, oh, I don't know, what do I want, what do I want to call it, uh, new advantages that you possibly have. Because our eyes became uh, wide open as soon as the pandemic hit. We... I talked to a lot of bartenders and servers, you know, some, you know, just in passing, you know, some of them don't want to be on the podcast because they're afraid of uh, repercussions from work or uh, whatever. Totally understandable. But some of you guys actually should sit back and realize that you are more important to the service industry than they lead you to believe. What am I talking about? Go, go through uh, want ads, go through help wanted stuff, go through LinkedIn, even for Christ's sake, and you will see tons upon tons of openings for not just managers or regional managers on LinkedIn, but for bartenders and servers. They need people to serve their food. And a lot of people just aren't doing it anymore because... A lot of a uh, a lot of people came to realize it's just like oh, I'm not important. This uh, so I don't have to be here, and they either get a new job that uh, where uh, that something that they've always been interested in wanted to do, or just something that was available because they needed to work right then and there, or they followed their uh, their heart in uh, some kind of hobby and. Uh, you know, they, and then all of a sudden they realize, okay, now this is more like it. I feel like I'm an important cog to this wheel. If I leave tomorrow, sure, the company won't fail, but uh, some of these companies out here are doing what they can to encourage me to stay. Because think about it, people. How much does it cost? Do you figure? Uh, to hire somebody, to train them. Well, let's even go back even farther. Put the ad out that you need somebody. Go through all the applicants. Go through multiple interviews. Hire somebody. Train them for, let's say, two weeks. How much money got spent right then and there? Just the hours that it took to go through that entire process before that person could get on the floor. And a lot of that money that the restaurant has put into just hiring that one person, uh, it's uh, it's huge. And any business, any business whatsoever out there does not want to pay that. They don't want to have to go through that whole process over and over and over again because it's tedious and what if they hired the wrong person? Or what if the person on their first day says, I'm going on break, and you never, ever see him again? Come on, people. You know that happens. You've seen it happen before. Or they get through their first day, and you never see him again. It's a tedious, tedious, tedious process to try to hire somebody new and get them on the floor as soon as possible. And then, you know, maybe they cut a few corners with some of these people, and they're not trained as well, and they can't follow you. Uh, on the floor as well, uh, and then you have to pick up their slack. 
meanwhile, you're trying to serve your tables or maintain your bar while you're trying to train somebody else. Now, with that in mind, if you remember a long time ago, I was uh, working at a bar. It was the second bar I ever worked at, a real bar this time because I started out as a banquet bartender. But the first real bar that I worked at, I worked there for about two weeks. And then all of a sudden, I was the only bartender they had on staff because they had three bartenders, including myself. But the other two, they had to fire for selling weed behind the uh, behind the bar. Really funny story. He left his weed on top of the bar. They found it the next morning. Anyway, but all of a sudden, me, the green green guy who knows none of the customers, who uh, all the regulars didn't know who I was. Some of them didn't much care to find out who I was because they were used to the people that were already there. And basically, I had to start completely over with that bar. I had to try to wrangle in customers, people who I did not know from anybody because it was, you know, a long way away from where I, uh, where I live. I couldn't bring in locals or anything like that because I didn't know anybody. And I hadn't established uh, any kind of regulars. You don't make regulars when you're banquet bartender. Jesus. So, you know, it was stuck with me and then their business dropped off for a little while because uh, those two bartenders probably, hopefully more than just weed, they thought that they were, uh, a lot of their customers thought they were fired unfairly. And then, uh, so they said, well, I'm never going there again. Well, they eventually came back because they hired uh, my friend Shannon, who did know everybody in town, had a long list of regular customers that follow her pretty much wherever she goes. But think about this. Every time they hire somebody new, you have to train them up. Now, in this day and age, there is a possibility. I'm not saying that you guys should go out there revolt and say, hey, bartender podcast said this. No, don't please don't do that. Uh, unless you think it would get me a tons of listeners and tons of sponsors. No, it probably won't. So don't. Um, uh, but you sit back and think about it. When they all of a sudden your boss comes up to you and says, I need you to train the new guy. And you sit back and think, you know, I don't get paid enough to train. That could actually be a valid argument nowadays because the restaurants are incredibly desperate to get quality service back into their restaurants. And, you know, that whole phrase that we are, most of us are all too familiar with of you can be replaced, you know, yeah, uh, we can be replaced, but it's going to cost you a lot of money and it's going to create a ton of downtime, not to mention stress on the other people that work with you. Now, there comes the part of loyalty. Do you want to put that stress on your coworkers? Uh, sure, most of us, when we work in a restaurant, we the coworkers, uh, the, when it comes to the cooks, the bartenders, the servers, the hostess, we all become family in a way. We all joke around together. We all try to calm each other down when we're in the walk-in freezer screaming our head off or kicking the... Uh, garbage bin while we're outside having a cigarette you know whatever tendencies that uh, whippets can't really cure but you got to remember right now all restaurants are suffering all restaurants are understaffed and 
it's uh so yeah you can be replaced but there's there are tons of other restaurants in the area probably within feet of where you work that need you just as badly and you've heard the story on this podcast even a dozen times you can actually take customers with you because they like you they're used to you and if they get wind that you're at a different restaurant they're going to follow you to that next restaurant because you were nice to them you gave them good service you were friendly that's all it takes manager tries to step up to you and say hey you can be replaced you can honestly look at them at this day and age and say yeah so can you now i'm not saying we should start a revolution because that would be stupid for me to say that but just remember that there are other options for you guys out there it is you can stay loyal you can be faithful to the place that you work but in this day and age if they're not being loyal or faithful to you and doing what they can to convince you to stay or make you comfortable to work there, then uh, there's no point in working there anymore. You can stay in the service industry uh, while you're going to school you uh, or just because you love doing it or uh, it works well with the schedule with your kids and your family. You can keep working in the service industry. There are tons of jobs that are uh, need to be filled right now out there. And some uh, some places are paying a lot better than minimum wage. And, and I mean, right now, they're paying a lot better than minimum wage. You just have to look for them. And I, you know, truth being told, I don't even think you have to dig for it even that deep. Just remember to tell yourself every day if you have to, out loud if you have to, that, it, that you're worth something and you don't deserve to be t- treated like crap just to receive a paycheck it it is completely absurd that you feel like that you have to get beat up i have to have a bad day every once in a while we'll start counting up how many bad days you have in a month maybe even in a week and if the good days outweigh the bad it's time to start thinking about something else you know move to a different restaurant you know if you hate fine dining Go go find yourself a hole in the wall mom and pop restaurant that you know that has beer signs all over the place, uh, the bars lit up basically by neon lights. Or uh, if you hate corporate, go to go to a mom and pop shop. It you know it's that easy. If or if you prefer corporate, psh, yeah, do that. But just remember it: you don't have to get beat up every day. What was the story that I heard? Uh, I read recently on Facebook. Some the uh, a customer was berating their server uh, because of a mistake that they had no control over. It uh, it was just the way it was. I think it was one of those situations where, excuse me, but they got their food before we did, and uh, we were here first. And uh, the manager actually took her uh took her and berated her also in front of the customer no you do not need to do that if a manager treats you like that you don't need to be there they can handle that i mean if uh, that's something that i've tried to convey to you guys on this podcast for as far back as i can remember if your manager doesn't support you doesn't back your decisions 
doesn't uh, respect you in any way, shape, or form, you don't need to work there. And right now, there are tons more jobs out there for you to get. And whether you want to change careers or stay in the service industry, there are tons of jobs out there, especially in the service industry right now. Because all of us realized, you know what? I don't like getting treated like shit. Yeah, simple as that. But cheers to you people that are the lucky ones that stuck with your job, that decided I uh, I am faithful to my restaurant because my manager is awesome. I make good money. And, you know, cheers to you guys. You found the honeypot. And I am, you know, truthfully very jealous of you guys and hope you guys all do extremely well um, from here on out because you guys honestly love your jobs. And I'm honestly jealous most of the time of people who can sit back and say that. Anyway, people, it is last call, last call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar, get your last drink. Otherwise, you ain't getting shit. Uh, I just want to thank all of the listeners uh, because you guys are what make me want to do this, and you guys are just awesome. Now, I told you that my goal for this year is 12,000 downloads. I've had 10 so far. I know I'm going to make it this year. It's not going to be a problem unless the whole internet uh, just decides to die out, which if that happens, what are we going to do anyway? But, uh, uh, you know, thank you guys for listening to Hey Bartender podcast. If you have something to say, or you want to be on the show, all you have to do is either email me dude at Hey Bartender com, or contact me through direct message on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Don't forget to visit www.haybartenderpodcast.com where you can catch up on previous episodes or check out some of the Hey Bartender Podcast swag. Buy a t-shirt, help support a podcast. That's what I say. Remember to check out www.rawrev.com and go check out their nutrition bars that they've got there. And remember, use the promo code HEYBARTENDER at checkout to get 5% off your entire order. And like I said before, people... Uh, coming this October on TikTok, I will be doing something special for the Halloween season. So if you're not following me on TikTok now, get on TikTok and follow at Hey Bartender Podcast, and I'll tell you more about it as time goes along. But for now, go follow me on TikTok. It's going to be cool. But until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to wish all of you lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just go.